Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new, spanking new issue of Off the Rack. I am Dan Villalobos, to my left. Alex Wills. In front of me. John Hudson. To my right. Joshua Potter. Yes, we have the Hudsonist Prime back with us uh, for, this, for this issue. Uh, unfortunately, Russell's not here because he's out celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Russell. Happy birthday. Hopefully you're at, hopefully you're at Disneyland. Oh, wow, I might run into him, I just realized. If I go to Disneyland today, I'll run into Russell. But anyway, we're here to talk... Comic books. Yeah. And today is a Spidey special because uh, Far From Home. Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> Spider Man Far From Home will, will have been released uh, by the time this pod uh, goes on air. And right. uh, I'm pretty excited about that movie. And yeah. by the way, right off the top of the bat, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Yes. Any Spider Man movie, if you haven't seen any of them, well, you're, you you're definitely not listening yeah, to this right? pod. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one on this in this pod hasn't seen all the Spider-Man movies. Doing? So the greatest thing about it is, you know what, what I love when Potter suggested this is, because we're also going to talk about comic books. We're not going to just talk about Spidey on film. We're definitely going to talk about where he started uh, and uh, how, how the fact that like Fantastic Four saved Marvel, but Spider-Man blew Marvel up. Like It became like a force after that. And then the X-Men oh, followed yeah. very soon after Spidey. I want to say a year later. So I think it was 61 for Fantastic Four, 62 for Spidey, and 63 for X-Men. Yes, because the majority of them came in 63. Because in 63 you got the X-Men, I think the Hulk was early 63, Daredevil was either 63 or 64. Yeah. So yeah, so you're in the right ballpark. Yeah, so Spidey really just opened it up for, for, for Marvel, and he's become the face of Marvel. Like Captain America's like their Superman, like he's like the shining... Symbol, but Spider Man, Spidey's totally there. He is by far, he's by far the most recognizable. He's there's Superman in that sense. He's the most recognizable character in Marvel. Don't like everybody knows who Spider Man is. Everybody, sorry, well, I was gonna say to flip it, aren't you that point a little bit? Like, if you looked at DC, who would you say DC's flagship dude is? Because you got Batman and Superman there. The only reason I say Superman, the only reason I say Superman is because I I heard somewhere, and I think it was on the Superman special features for Man of Steel, it might have been the one before it, but. The, the Superman symbol is more recognizable than the cross around the world. Yes, really? I've heard it's like one of the most recognizable so, symbols like of anything. That's yeah, fair, people yeah. people yeah. know what people know what Superman. Yeah. People Batman has. It's definitely like Superman was here and Batman was here. Yeah, but Batman has definitely gotten here. Like he's like he's basically up to his other he's fucking, he's, yeah. he's fucking <laughs> cupping Sue's ball. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang, hang on, hang on. So, Are you saying yeah. you're telling me that Aquaman isn't their flagship character? Because I am offended. Well, Momoa, Momoa might be yeah, now. Momoa's, Momoa's their flagship actually, character. Actually, I will say the, the new Aquaman is <coughs> badass. Like Aquaman oh, yeah. is a badass in the new comics. Like, oh yeah, he's good. Like Kelly Sue Conic run. Kelly Sue. Kelly Sue That's right. That's a hard thing to say. Right. So I'm not trying to see this early in the morning. That So back to Mr. Spidey. Yep. Before we get into the movies, let's let's talk some comic books. So, do you guys? And I'll start with Alex. Do you guys have? A favorite Spider-Man storyline, or it, oh, you know what? Let's start with this. Do you have a favorite Spider-Man memory? Like, is there something like about Spidey movie, comic books, movie, toys, cards? I have, I have two. So you, I was Alex so, has a. Alex oh, has a, not, I don't have any like binder. serious Spider-Man arc stuff, but I have two personal Spider-Man memories. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. My favorite. Well, let's hear. First it. one. I was an avid card collector. Do yeah. you guys remember this run? Where it was the nine by nine grids and it made yes. giant images? Yes, yes. I didn't yes. have. Oh, yeah. I had like three of these, like literally just three uh, cards. Dude, so I got the whole set. <laughs> I'm pretty much sure I saved up and got a box, 
And then eventually afterwards, I bought at the mall yes, the rest of the foil ones to complete yeah. the set. But then there was one last one of Spider-Man fighting Venom that's super rare. I couldn't buy it at the shop at the mall. Then one day I just went to the comic shop and I just bought one pack of these cards and I opened it up <laughs> and it was fucking in there. Oh, it was like the best oh, thing that dude, ever happened to me as a kid. So I brought it so you could see this like awesome hologram. Oh, you should take a picture of this for the thing. That's of, amazing. Of, uh, Spider-Man and Venom like duking it out. It's amazing. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my god. Actually, I think I have that one at home too. I have this too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's funny. I hope the picture, if it comes out. <laughs> who has the best camera? Yeah, that's cool. Who has the, who has the, most, who has the latest so phone? Uh, me? Not I. Take a picture of that and send it to me. Cause, like, I, oh, it's an iPhone. Might be it belongs better, to the pod now. Oh, do you, are well, these cameras no, better? A, a yeah, Samsung's maybe, better yes. in low light, honestly. I mean, I oh, love that, my iPhone, but I'm not going to deny Samsung's got got some good shit over the phone. So, right. Well, so like I said, on the holiday, I could probably find a real line too. Anyway, yeah, let's continue. But It's a matter of preference at this point. That is a beautiful part. That's a little to another. That one is literally like one of the few holograms you have to be in the exact right light to see. Yeah, totally. And it looks like so 3D. I think they're like claymation or something. Yeah. Anyway, that was like one of my favorite childhood memories for sure. What was the second one? Or was that two that... Did you, have a, you said you had two memories. Oh, the second memory is uh, way later. I think end of high school or early college. I can't remember, but I was going through a breakup, and my friend gave me a ton of volumes of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. And I just Dude. like chilled out and read them. It was the perfect thing for me at that. That moment. is, a great, I like absolutely. Brian, Brian Michael great. Bendis, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. an amazing Spider Run. Like that was that Ultimate of... Spider-Man was. I mean, it introduces to Miles Morales, which. Oh, yeah. Those? We turned out what? You still have those issues? issues? Do you have Miles like Morales of what? Of Ultimate? You know, right. I, I mean, I don't have any of them. Oh, I no, 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 and then now they have folded Miles into the... Well, they fold all the spider... No, they're all of them. 33-ish. Just Miles. So Ultimate Spider-Man, you're so close. I was on by three. Wait, what issue? I thought you said 132. I thought you said 136. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. What issue? Well, I'll take it. No, we're just saying how many was in that Ultimate Spider-Man run. So there were 133 different issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. That he wrote. What about the annuals? That he wrote himself? That's it? Well, that that was the entire run? No, that was the entire run. 133 is the entire run. Did Bendis do the whole thing? I don't know. Oh, no, he didn't. Know. He I didn't. Don't think so. Actually, that might be off because he didn't do the whole thing. He, yeah, I, I feel like he, he was done. I feel like he did Venom, but he didn't even want to. And then. He, Why does everybody hate Venom? Sam Raimi doesn't like Venom either as it shows. <laughs> he's the he's cast a, fucking Eric. Well, he's a visual piece. 70 he's, show. He's, <laughs> he's basically designed to be a Spider Man nightmare. No, but he's so. But he, but, I like Venom you, a lot. If you if you get. Exactly. Especially, okay, I mean, I know this is more recent, but Donny Cates' run on Venom, oh, which is still going, like, he took a break because he's doing so, so many things. And it's going to lead to Silver uh, Surfer, by the way, which is really exciting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donny oh, Cates yeah. is doing Silver Surfer. Oh, what were you going to say? I have a good lead-in. Well, no, it's a good lead-in for one oh, okay. of my favorites. I was just going to say on that, but, but right now, yeah. uh, Donny Cates, like, if, if I were to include that, if we're going to include Spider-Universe stories, that's one of my favorite arcs of all time. Like, mm-hmm. his run on, on has made Eddie Brock such an amazing character and such a deep character. Yeah. Like, this whole... A, a, spout, a father abused him when he was younger, and now he's t- taking care of Eddie's son. 
Hmm. Is it about doing the same thing? No, no it's the, the lethal protector. Wait, does lethal protector have the stuff about his father being abusive and all that? It might. That's actually a book that was at Counterpoint when I was at the other over there. Because I haven't read, I haven't read the lethal protector in thirty years. I, I read like issues one and two, and then that's I never it. Was that's the only one I saw. I've got, I've got the whole run of that. You do? So. I like to read. I thought yeah. I had them, but I literally, I have, I have randomly number three, which I just read for the first time, <laughs> but I don't have any others. I thought I had all of them too. Yeah, there's like six, right? There's six. Yeah. So usually it's got six or twelve. I've loved yeah. Venom since, and here right, he is a visual because the first time I saw him on a comic book cover, I think it was a hologram cover, and I was like, oh, <gasps> yeah. you know, what, what is that cool. thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right. scary. And then, nightmare fuel. And then of course Carnage came out, and just like it's just like Venom on crack. You yeah, know, right? it's, it's like literally like uh, I, I can't also, wait for him. Like what? Do you, what are, whatever people think about the Venom movie with Tom Hardy, I love Tom Hardy in it. And I'm so excited for Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Like, that's going to be so that, fucking fun. <laughs> Regardless of the movie. It'll be creepy, too. It's yeah. He'll play so it creepy. Weird. He'll play it to creep. Now, hopefully. see, that's what I'm interested in. Because he Venom by himself, I didn't really give a crap. Didn't see it. Still haven't seen it. Don't know if I will. Because it's just Venom against clone Venoms. Like, I don't give a... If you're not building towards something bigger. But Woody Harrelson as Carnage against him, yeah. that's when you start bumping up against other characters. And then that's where I think that Venom, for me, at least, has a bit of the same problem that the Hulk has. Where the Hulk's great, but if you read Hulk solo story. It's him basically beating up tanks and throwing them in the sky and just yeah. being a raging five-year-old. You have to have some conflict from a, an interesting source for yeah. me to really get behind that character. And I think that's where Venom it's, really succeeds. Is he's such a put him up against this guy. Like him right. versus Wolverine. Who's going to win? Him and versus the Hulk. It is, Here we go. And it is weird to have him without Spider-Man. It, it yeah. is. And they tried to they sort of tried to adapt the because they knew they did, they weren't going to use Spider-Man to play against Venom. So instead they did Venom separation anxiety. It was that that storyline truncated and then twisted around to fit the the narrative of the movie. Yeah. Now, my Elena and I like we, we went and saw it, and I was kind of surprised that she wanted to go see it, but she likes Tom Hardy, and I was like, man, you want to go see Venom? This this character's kind of creepy. Like he, he might give you some nightmares because she has she has bad dreams, weird dreams. He, he yeah. is kind of creepy looking. She loved yeah. it. Like we both really enjoyed like the movie. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun and. I, you know, as a big Spider-Man fan, I was like, man, there's no Spider-Man in this movie. So I was going in kind of like disgruntled, but but I was going to, I'm good about going in and watching something and setting that aside, like leaving it at the door, watching the movie for what it is. And I, I had a good time. Like it was, it was a fun movie. Tom Hardy played up the, I, I love the sort of split personality because the symbiote is, is its own you know, character, character, character essentially, yeah. yeah. The, the and it's Tom Hardy doing survive without a, a symbiote. Without it's Tom a, Hardy doing you know. the voice, just like yeah. like because you know Tom Hardy's going to change his voice in the movie. So of course, <laughs> Iggy, you know, he changes yeah, his yeah. own movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty it's pretty fun, but it'll be. I think number two will be much better because you'll have Carnage there, yeah. and I'm That's interested I'm to Woody, see how they and, how they deal with that, how they give Carnage his symbiote and, yeah. and stuff. We'll, I, we'll I I I could even see Woody Harrelson thinking of his his past movies like Natural Born Killers and People vs. Larry Flint I could see him being an inspiration to Tom Hardy like I could see Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy saying like oh I grew up watching this guy's movies and like like not that they're the exact same type of actor yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know they're Respecting similar him. yeah exactly like they both do weird voices a lot of times you know <laughs> yeah. they're like, like Larry Flint obviously is a strange voice but it was just uh, but yeah I'm very much looking forward to that um, yeah did you, well, did you see Venom Alex? Uh, no uh, it wasn't one that interested you. It was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I do, I do like Tom Hardy. But okay, yeah. if it comes on like HBO or something you have at home, you're like, maybe I'll watch this. Yeah, exactly. We'll no, it, it on, I think it's on Hulu or Stars. It's on one of those. It's on one of those apps. I might check it out then if I can get it from there. It's a, it's a stream. It's on one it of the streaming. Stars. I can't remember which I one it's it is. Stars. Yeah. I don't think it's on. Hulu I watched right it now. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. was, I was surprised it was out so quick on. 
on the cable streaming. That's not surprising. Yeah, I don't think just based on well. how it did in yeah. theater. I mean, I think it did okay. It did oh, it did well. Really well. For oh, it did yeah. huge in China. It did huge in China. I think it did over seven. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that's good. I saw several articles about that. It really got a sequel based on its performance overseas. It beat Amazing Spider-Man two, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. That's such a confusing. Yeah, yeah, it did really well. Um, it's Tom Hardy, like he's one of those things that, like, you, you combine. Like, just here's the thing about international. Well, here's the thing. Star, Tom Hardy. Here's the thing about yeah. movie stars nowadays, and I won't go too far into this. People can't like. There's no such thing as a Tom Cruise movie anymore. There's no. There's no actor out there where you like. I'm gonna go see a Brad Pitt movie. I'm, it's like they, there's no. Even though Brad Pitt's actually been the greatest box office draw by just by himself. Yeah. yeah, nowadays it's not star driven. Yes, you need a star and 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 a, and a uh, intellectual property. Yeah, like, that's already established. So. Venom, Tom Hardy, people are going to go see that. Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, although that movie looks fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the one I was... Because the Venom trailer was okay. Like, yeah. I, that's the thing about when I saw the movie. It, it looked cheesy. Like, the, the trailer made it look too comical, bad. but it's, yeah. it yeah. is pretty dark. Except when Eddie's talking. Like, when, when Eddie's talking, to like, well, why did we do that? You know, like, <laughs> when he starts saying we and stuff, like, that's very Eddie Brock. I yeah. don't remember them doing that with uh, Topher Grace's... Uh, Fucking version. No, they, they didn't. No, they had we. They had we <laughs> a couple of times. And I like I like Topher Grace, but I, I really just like him as Eric. Sorry, Topher. <laughs> I still okay. The, the the problem with that is before we get too much into movie com, uh, conversation because well, yeah, I want to talk about the book. Well, but, comics, yeah. uh, but the my problem with that third movie is is always going to be the same. There were too many villains. Venom yeah. should have been his. He should have gotten his own movie. And don't make a director who doesn't want to do Venom do yeah. Venom just because the fans are clamoring for it. Because I mean, the Sandman I, I love really fan good. service, and I love fans, yeah. you know, wanting to see this character on the screen because I did too. Yeah. But yeah, Sandman was was great. I thought the inclusion of of um, you know the Green Goblin. Too, well, they should have made like, him that the Green fine, Goblin but, instead of what the Knight Rider or whatever the fuck they call yeah, him. I thought it was got Green Goblin. I thought he, he did get No, no. He, he, they, they don't say his name in the movie, but when you look at the credits, they say they, they say Harry Osborn, like, Night Flyer. It's a stupid oh, fucking name. Yeah. It's really... <laughs> Just give him... Let him really go full stupid. Goblin, and Peter yeah, brings him yeah. back from that. You know, they stop Sandman. But I thought... That was one that, of the best moments when he calls him Gobby Jr. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought Jr. Sandman, though, in that movie, <laughs> like, I mean, Thomas Hayden Church did such a great job with that, and he was... You felt for him. Like, you felt yeah. bad for him because You could he, totally tell they cut stuff out of that, his oh, story, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't... He wasn't wholly evil. He was doing it because, you know, because of his family. He wanted to save his family, help his family help his daughter help you know so that's that's a relatable story I, yeah that's I just one of the first moments I, I, I thought a question, about that in the movie a quick question for Alex speaking of editing like since you are an editor mm-hmm. when you watch movies do you notice like oh they totally cut a subplot out of here like could you could you tell by the way something's cut that like nah, I mean not like if it's not done well you shouldn't be able to tell right yeah or like I mean more just because the story points seem like okay. they're lacking but maybe it's just underwritten I don't know yeah. I couldn't necessarily <laughs> say you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not very <laughs> <start going straight. laughs> yeah I'm not yeah I'm never like 100% sure uh, <laughs> it's actually, the editor's fault get him <laughs> oh you're, you're looking up the credit they call, yeah they called him New Goblin but I know that's not what they called him there was something writer I remember I remember when it came out it was called Goblin something else Goblin Rider yeah. that was one of the biggest Goblin Rider but back back I mean I well, yeah, we'll ta- we'll, I want to talk about <laughs> the Tobey Maguire movies, but let's get back to the comics first. Uh, so, Alex, I mean, uh, John, do you have yes. a favorite story arc or favorite spider memory? Hell yes, sir. Which one do you want to hear about? Uh, we don't know about them yet, so... Yeah. All right. Well, give, me, give me categories. Best, <laughs> best Spider-Man story I've ever read. One that had the most depth, the most interest, the most things that kept me coming back. Put it on my shelf. Get the freaking hardcover edition. Was the... Clone Saga? 
Oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, God, yes. But Craven's oh. Last Hunt. Gotta so love that. Good. I'm so glad you brought that one up. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you yeah. gotta bring the mythos, the pathos. You gotta have that, that, that truly breakdown of a human trying his damnedest to do one simple fucking thing, not being able to do it, and finally throwing all the chips on the table, getting it fucking done, and then when he finally does it, he has no further reason. Well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't read a freaking 40-year-old story, but... Long it's, t- it's so good. Yeah, it, it deals with... It's, it, there's such an adult bite to it that I, when I read it as a kid, like it, it snapped me, I feel like, a little bit more into adulthood. I don't feel like I was the same comic reader when I started that book as when I ended it. Because I read it when I was like 14, 15. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just one of those things that shows you what comics could do. Like you take a, a, what, I, what could be easily considered a genuinely goofy character and a guy who runs around like half a lion face oh, yeah. and, like, and like leopard print pants that you know he got from the women, uh, female <laughs> section of Sears. And so, and just running around in like his little tiptoes trying to go beat up Spider-Man. And he was, he was wearing yoga pants way before all the ladies oh, were now. Dude, yeah. he told me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, he's... Craven made, you know, yoga pants popular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But then you totally bring in, like, this, this, this continuation <laughs> of what's been going on in the 80s with, uh, with, with Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And yeah. this whole darker side, and Daredevil with Frank Miller stuff. And bringing that into it. And you just have this, this, this psychological profile of a man just... Pushed against the wall and just what he can achieve and just and I, for me it's 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 multi layered and I love it so that's by far my favorite Spider Man story. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on it? I didn't want to be the only one uh, talking. No, about it. that's, that's I, I, I well, I'm just glad it. you brought it up because I there's a Craven storyline going on in Amazing Spider Man right now written by Nick Spencer. Uh, this stuff is good by the way. To follow Dan Slott is a, is a, which I want to talk about Dan too when I get to meet. Oh, but yeah. <gasps> yeah, Dan to follow Slott Dan is. Slott is a, is a tough task with Spider Man and uh, oh, damn. but. Uh, 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 I really want to know why you're just reacting all damn to that. No, I was going to say, no, I thought that this was a Dan Slott book that I brought in. Because I did have two more Spider-Man stories that I want to talk about. Okay, that nah. favorites. No, based gonna, on your text. We're going to talk about more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I want to I talk about, we don't want, we're not, we're not going to just talk about one. We're going to go around and it's just, I just wanted to do, you know, like earliest spider memory, earliest spider story. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Nick Spencer's doing a great Craven storyline right now. So with his, uh, and, and I want to spoil a little bit of it because it kind of opens up with this awesome thing where... Craven has a bunch of children, apparently. Oh, yeah. And so they're out there running around killing things. And then all of a sudden, he walks in, and there's one son left and a bunch of dead bodies. And they're all his kids. And you think he's going to go over there, and he's crying, and he's like, oh, my God, all my children are dead. But no, he's crying with pride. He's like, you are the chosen, basically. Like, he's (coughs) excited that one of his kids killed the rest. Yeah. Like, this is some dark shit, Nick Spencer. And I love it. And Craven... That's what you're saying. If you have a character as silly looking as he is, mm-hmm. you need to make him dark. Yeah. You need to make him have an edge. And what I wanted to throw to you is, because I know my dream casting, but this would have to go back in time. Who would you cast as Craven in the new against Tom Holland right now? Are we doing? Are we doing oh. a play? Are we, are we? I ask you that question with the intention of: Are we doing a fictitious adding of back history? Like if we get to the movie where we're adding Craven. Do we use an older Craven and then play like he's been fighting Spider-Man off-screen for years, or do we have it Craven showing up for the Ooh, first that's time? That's a good call. I would say with this one, it would probably be a young Craven. A young Craven. It would have to be him showing up for the first time. Uh, yeah, I, think. I was yeah. gonna say the guy, who, who's Negan from freaking Walking Dead. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Him oh. as older Craven. Uh, as older Craven. He's the Winchester dad. Um, um, why can't I think? 
Uh, oh, this name is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey, yes. Yes. Thank you, Jeffrey, Thank you. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Comedians. Yes. yes. If Jeffrey I'm doing, yeah. if I'm casting the what, what the hell is? Oh, I, I didn't bring it because I thought. Yeah. yeah. But the like, Cravens last night definitely yeah. casting uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Um, That's a good choice. Yeah. That's uh, but, a solid choice. But as far as a young Craven, ah. Do you remember that Craven series that, like, I mean, oh, sorry, I shouldn't step on what you're saying. No, no, no. I, I still th- it's, hard, it's hard to think about Young, because I was thinking, for me, it was Sean Connery, late 80s Sean Ooh. Connery. Like, that, <laughs> like that's the guy who could fill out, one, could yeah. fill out the, yeah, you would. So that, could, right. that, that dude could fill the out the yoga pants. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he has a son, but his son is nowhere near as dashing as, as Sean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's an okay actor, but he's nowhere near right. Sean Connery. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, it took me a while to think about it. Do you, there was a... There was a Craven series that came out, I want to say early 2000s, where like every cover was like a movie cover, like classic movie poster, like Jaws and... Oh, was it because... I think it's called Get Craven. In his comics, one of his... In the comics, one of his kids was a movie actor. I think wasn't he like like that could Craven's be kids? Yeah, one of Craven's maybe that's kids. who it was then. Yeah. maybe this is not not D Craven. I've read it, but it's been so freaking long. Because you mentioned the thing about all the kids, I know that after they did Craven's Last Hunt, he there was a ton that popped out of the woodworks, like bastards and 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 whatever a female bastard is the equivalent, like out of the woodwork. On top of who he had with Clipso, I think one or two. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they just and one of them was a prominent <laughs> movie star. So every time they they dipped to a Craven or, or, or they needed a bad guy for like the image of Craven being there yeah. at the end of the story, I feel like I read it at least once where he's like, "Well, what happened?" It's like, "Oh, Cravenoff, you're you're snapped out of it. We're not yeah, fighting yeah, anymore. Yeah. Great." So it was it was something stupid just just to throw him in there for like a Sinister Six like splash page or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. And it was was it the younger kid or because I don't know who survived. I don't, I don't know about the Nick Spencer thing because I kind of want to read that now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Because the way I knew that culminated was the Gauntlet, which had a bunch of them uh, during the Craven portion of Spider Man doing the Gauntlet. With wasn't that Dan Slott actually? Oh. The Spider Man Gauntlet. You know, I haven't read all of Dan Slott's run he's, because he's, it's so I didn't massive. Know it was so big. Like, yeah. Oh, he did. That's why I thought this was it. That's why that's all I wanted to look at. He did like two hundred yeah. something issues. Like yeah. Yeah. that was like At the end of his run. Like the last like ten issues are. Phenomenal. See, well, that's what I was going. I was going to talk about some of the later stuff he did. But brings, uh, brings the Red Goblin in. Here's the it's, uh, yeah. All the just, not to well, I you're going to read it anyway. But the, <laughs> so one of my favorite Dan Slott moments before we actually get to my favorite Spider-Man moment. Yeah, but, I was going uh, to throw it to you next. So, yeah. But uh, that's the Craven. He basically oh. he basically has Norman Osborn with the Carnage symbiote fighting Spider-Man, and it's amazing. Like that is the end of Dan Slott's run. Like. Let's take let's take classic Spider-Man villain, pit him with the worst sociopathic serial killer Spider-Man has ever faced, and yes. throw them together, and boom, you got the Red Goblin. And see what it's, happens. It's amazing. I don't think I read so that part. Cool. I don't think I read it the end of his stuff. Like I, I know I didn't actually. The end of that is issue like that. That concludes in issue eight hundred, and then eight hundred one, which is his last uh, his last issue, is. Um, Basically, Sp- him saying goodbye to Spider-Man, yeah. and it's you know Spider-Man swinging off like this is why I do what I do, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's it's a really nice little. It's just, just like, it is of, it's, it's like an epilogue a movie to chair. Slots Run. It's really really great. Craven I have both of those. It's Sergey Craven off. It says too. Yeah. Oh, Sergey. Ah, because yeah, the original yeah. one is uh, what's the, what's the original one's name? Uh, dad's name? What was his dad? It wasn't Sergey. It was no. Uh, no. I, is it no, not Roman? <sighs> no, it's not. I was maybe Rasputin. I was kind of thinking was in there somewhere. Uh, like he's something Rasputin, Kravinov, or uh, well, I guess, I guess uh, you know, like we'll still talk about some more yeah, spider yeah. books or spider arcs because there's so many, there's so many good ones. But uh, mentioning Dan Slott, Dimitri, like, mm. Dimitri is Craven the Hunter. There we go. Yeah, and his brother was a chameleon. 
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Chameleon's great. It's all connected. Interesting. And he's, you said he's part of the Sinister Six, too, right? Oh, yeah, they, they both were. They both were. Yeah, way those two. Wait, it's like this Electro. Uh, it's yeah, no, Green, Green wasn't the first one. Yeah. Doc Ock, because he's a leader. Yeah, Doc Ock, Electro, Sandman, Sandman. Uh, Vulture. Oh, wait, sorry. Dimitri is the chameleon. <sighs> the, the yeah, it's Craven was one. And then... Sergei is his name, yeah. Dimitri is the chameleon. Oh, Scorpion. Yeah. Scorpion. No, yeah. Is it Scorpion? It Scorpion? No, it's not. Scorpion takes, jumps in later. Okay. Who the hell is the last one? Now, that's going to bug me. We said... All right, all right you know the Sinister Six? I got to um, write it. Let me look at him. Electro, Doc Ock. We have five. Yeah, I, Electro, Doc Ock. Uh, Craven. Craven, Sandman. Vulture. Vulture yeah. Mysterio. Mysterio, boom. Mysterio is the last one. That's who it is. Yep. So we've got, we're gotten. Uh... We're gonna have pretty much have them all because I still maintain that these elementals, either they or are Sandman. or they're going to become Sandman, Electro, Hydro Man, and who else do we have? The I guess. Uh, molten Man, maybe for the yeah, maybe. Molten Man, Molten Man, yeah. the Fire Guy. Yeah, see, I I I got a counter theory, but, but maybe not, maybe not. Well, me, me personally, I think that Mysterio is full of shit. I think that there's something yeah. to him. And they, Mysterio, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, yeah. But I forced myself to ask the question before we, because I do want to ask what what Potter's favorite Spider-Man story was. But I didn't. Uh, want, no, no, but, no, no, we we can jump around. That's fine. This we, is celebration of. All things spiders. So. Well, I'm glad you mentioned this because I've been thinking because I've been trying to think of a good theory because ever since the Endgame came, it really cut the train off because there's not too much to really go on except for the stuff that I already have videos about, i.e., Loki going to Disney Plus and freaking uh, Black right. Widow. My Black Widow theory just got confirmed. By the way, did you see the set photos from uh, from there? No. There yeah, was yeah. a set of wardrobe that had Yelena on the front of it. I yep. called that shit Yelena four Bova. five months ago. I said this yep. is what Marvel needs to do. And there's also a photo of a red-haired chick with blonde chick on the back. Motorcycle time. God knows where they are. But I'm getting ahead of myself over here. Uh, the the dudes, the elementals. If Mysterio's not being a lion bag of dog crap, I think that this might be either uh, Michael Korvac or a rendition of that energy Michael dude that came by at the end of uh, House of M. Oh. All the mutant planets, and that's him trying to form. So he shows up, and like they beat him back, and like he dissipates. Shows up somewhere else, tries to pull his body together, dissipates. And eventually he ends up in space, because there's been some rumors going around that Korvac may be in uh, the Marvel Universe kicking around here now. Now, I don't know how true that may or may not be, but I'm thinking if you're an, an energy ethereal being trying to give physical form to yourself, it could come across weird if you like have a open lava body or if you're yeah. made of electricity or if you have to be made of water or sand so I think that there's something in that because I, I from what I understand and from all the, the tea leaves I've been reading Marvel seems to be doing smaller smaller arcs now because they did just get such a wealth of characters and creatively they didn't have plans to really operate yes. them into a huge 10 year arc so because they want to get them in there they're going to do some smaller button arcs that'll be over the course of like 3 or 5 years at which point at the end of that 5 year boom you have your X-Men or boom you have your Fantastic Four jumping in moment they're going to they're gonna do that thing where, like, in comic books, or where it was just like the first appearance was just a cameo because they showed somebody in shadow or off-panel, and, and then and then the, in the in the the comic guys it'll say first full appearance. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, right. So it, that's basically what we're gonna get here. Yeah, just like a little tease, which is and I, which is cool and very comic booky. I forgot but. that like Korvac was pulled through time by the Grandmaster too. Yeah. To, to yeah. Doctor Strange. Jeff Goldblum, and, get him back in there. The defenders. So that's how you pull Jeff Goldblum back <laughs> in. It's a little like, well, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you guys back. Yeah, yeah. Have we'll, my we'll, champion. <laughs> you know what? Good for you. Good for you. You want, you want your revolution. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll call it a. We'll, I just, I just love that tag at the end of of Ragnarok. Yeah, we'll call it a. So, time, I love, so I love Jeff Goldblum so much. He's so cool. Yeah. Uh, such a good dude too. 
But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So <coughs> did you say who Michael Korvac is though, or who he becomes? No, no, I didn't say that yet. Okay, so Michael Korvac, and we've all talked about this, becomes King the Conqueror. And that's that's one of the things that John and I were talking about a while back when we first started this pod, this pod that bring in King the Conqueror as one of the next big villains because of how much shit they're messing with in the Marvel Universe right now. Time and space and Especially and in-game. Like, you literally just took time and space and just blew your nose in it and threw it back up on the wall. And yeah. Like, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everything's perfect. Just smear at the... Well, Sorry, Black Widow. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> and, and, I mean, Steve Rogers, yeah, he might have placed the stones back exactly where they were supposed to be, took Thor's hammer back, and, you know, put everything back, but then he stayed there and lived out his life. Now, right. <laughs> Another universe. Just... It, it's another universe, technically. I mean, everybody's arguing about that still, but he, yes, he his future was in his past and whatever, but he's created a new timeline from that, essentially. Yeah. So, and I just, just, ugh, I, this is, ugh. This is, this is King the Conqueror's Nathaniel Richards. He is. That King the Conqueror is that too, yeah. He's Iron Lad from the Young Avengers. He's Nathaniel, Nathaniel Richards. He's got a Fantastic Four connection there. Uh-huh. So he's related to Reed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kang goes everywhere. Kang goes yeah, throughout time. He's like Kangas Khan of the freaking timeline, <laughs> man. Kangas like Khan. 10% of people have his blood in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> I don't remember Kang. And he was in House of M? Uh, well, you Michael, said he was in House of M. Michael Korvac. No, no Michael Korvac was. Because they did but, this, there's, there's another character they had that was used briefly. Oh, Michael Korvac was, but he wasn't Kang at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, uh, and, and okay. technically, Michael Korvac and the Michael I'm talking about are two different characters. Yes. But, but the way Michael kind of exhibited himself was he basically, all the mutant powers that got taken away by Scarlet Witch yeah. ended up in one dude, like yeah. a postal worker in like Canada somewhere. And he starts freaking out. Oh, and yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking they can either play with him or basically have a lead back. fucking memories. I've read these things, but I'm like, I've been so long. Like, oh, damn. Well, dude, for me, that was that was weird. That one stuck out only because he murdered Alpha Flight. Like, and I was like, out of nowhere. And it was like, they yeah. died in like two panels. And I'm like, there goes uh, Alpha Flight. Yeah. Sorry, Canada. We yeah. just took Fuck away your superhero <laughs> team. Yeah. I was like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, I enjoyed them. Sasquatch was a cool guy. He had yeah. Gamma, he was based on gamma radiation, which was interesting. Yeah. 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 I learned that from the Hulk TV show. Hey. Yeah. House of M was great though. That was that was probably one of my favorite X Men storylines. Is House of M. For sure. But how about your favorite Spider Man storyline? Okay. Favorite Spider Man. Bringing it back. All right. All right. All right. Not not maximum clonage or the clone saga. Mm. Although I do have a fond place in my heart for that. Like I know a lot of people hate the clone saga, but I don't. I think they've softened over time. Just like I found out. Just like I found out that Jason Todd was never really that hated. It was like a radio station that got him killed off. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's just I don't understand the hate for for the the clone saga. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun story. Just just the same way as as Doctor Octopus, you know, going Explain. inside Peter's body. Like his, I was going. That's the one. That's what so, I was going to talk about yeah. when I got to mine. But no, I, well, you I, can because that's no, no, no that's still, I still I will. But I'm just about, but, oh, let's share. Oh yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, but I want to ask you really quick to explain to people though. The I know a lot of people on here might know what the clone saga is, but like it, like how long. Were we with that clone? <laughs> like it was supposedly well, really, really long time, right? Supposedly uh, that happened way back in Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, like in Volume One. Where so basically, something like, like that. that where it's the yeah. four of us grew up basically with, no, with Peter Ben Parker. Riley. Yeah, yeah it we, was we grew ben, up ben with Riley. Ben Riley, apparently. Which uh, makes me like love it. 
because I love I, thought I that love was, that Spider-Man. But, didn't they, <laughs> but they retconned that being, didn't they? Where they flipped it back around. They did. Well, yeah, they did. Where, still, still. But see, but have, when we were growing up, that didn't it didn't exist. It was that was Ben Riley. Yeah, like, but have the balls if you're gonna do it. Fucking blame on the table and make the decision. Well, Comic books okay, never crazy. do that. Dude. And yeah. ah, but that's what drives me nuts. They're like, always ah. they're always gonna bring <laughs> Peter Parker back. Yeah, in yeah. Some, in some way. Like in 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 the comic in the comic books, spoilers for Endgame, Tony Stark's coming back in like six months. You know. But in the movie, he's never coming back. Well, at least Robert Downey Jr. ain't never coming back. I already heard rumors that he may come back. He's like, rumors? RDJ is going to show up in a new MCU movie? Question mark? Exclamation point? Question mark? Question mark? Poop emoji? If it's a memory <laughs> or flashback, uh, that's still fan servicey, but I'm fine with that. But don't bring yeah, it back to life. Yeah, flashback would be fine, but not coming Don't bring back. it back oh, to life. That yeah, cheapens it so much. Dead. I think it'd be a yeah. can't. If they're going to do it, Black Widow takes place in 91. Have yeah, them yeah. run through a, a conference cameo. and have a cameo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's fine. Well, that's how I want them to bring. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if on this pod, but that's how I want them to bring. Killmonger into uh, which they did in the comics in the Black Widow like if they because I, I hope they make more than one Black Widow movie I hope the first one's successful and they make like a trilogy of her like like a Bourne trilogy basically uh, oh, of well, Natasha yeah. yes I know there was a fourth and fifth Bourne movie but uh, Bourne <laughs> trilogy is the only it, part that matters right seriously oh uh, I, I don't know man it looks like if my theory is correct they're only going to have Yelena take over I, like I, I think they're making a push for legacy heroes with that movie they I, haven't I, put I, in there. do we have yeah. an, a casting of who that is we, uh, is it a newcomer? Or there was somebody? I, it was somebody I didn't know, recognize the name of, because I saw they 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 cast some blonde uh, woman to be it, and I was just kind of looked at, it, and I was like, you know what, that's probably Yelena. Didn't think about it, put it down, and then I kind of went under tunnelage for uh, ever since like middle of May uh-huh. uh, because we went to the East Coast, and then when I came back from there, I've just been trying to get every piece of the puzzle back together. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, last I checked, it was just uh, I'm not sure who quite who it is, but you know, it, it, it's highly likely them, but. Which would you say your favorite Spider-Man story so, was? Oh, I'm sorry, I hijacked yeah. you. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, I think I think my favorite standout Spider-Man story because it was it was so massive and it I actually had to go back and read it because I didn't I didn't have any of those issues mm-hmm. um, and I jumped in at 384 through 386 of Amazing Spider-Man. I got that three pack uh, <laughs> got way, it. way back when tri- trial by jury where it's you know you've oh. got yeah you've got the jury and guys in the armor. I I thought they were cool. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to know why Spider-Man was essentially on trial, quote-unquote. Yeah. Uh, so I go back and read it, and, oh, hey, Maximum Carnage had just happened before that. So i got to say Maximum Carnage is probably one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. If uh, Very, very close second to Craven. It's uh, to, to the last time. Uh, I have to tell you, yeah. I've tried to dig that up. Like, Maximum Carnage, yeah. that book still goes for a ton of money the on single Amazon. issues yeah oh yeah not even yeah. that they collected like the graph oh, I think, really? like, like the, the, the graph novels themselves I couldn't find it for less than like 70 bucks wow when I've looked oh, really? people like out of print I think, I think it's either that or the fact that when they put them together, there was so much to Maximum Carnage. It went over, like... Because there's a lot of issues. Yeah. Four books, at least. Yeah, well, because you yeah. pulled in... There was, in, like, four Spider-Man books at the time. Yeah, and you pulled in you pulled in all these other heroes. You there's had now, Captain too. America. Yeah. <laughs> Dead, at least five. There. Yeah, you had De- uh, Deathlock yeah. in there. Uh, but I, I just love that you had all yeah. these really creepy... Spider-Man villains. You had Shriek and Demo Goblin and yeah. uh, Carrion. Oh, doppelganger. Doppelganger. Yeah. <laughs> like all those, all those guys. You had Morbius. Uh, oh, Morbius was in it. I love. Oh, wait, that movie's coming out. That too. movie's coming <laughs> out too. I forgot yeah. about that. Let up. Uh, see, I'm just. That's you need to stop with Spider-Man and just. Yes, his, some of his villains are good, but. I, I don't know. God, God bless whoever's right, so making the movie. Thing. I'm not, I think it's a red box for me. They're, 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 yeah, on that one. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fold these people into Spider Man eventually. Even though the tones don't fit, they, there's no way because they're gonna piss me off if they do if they do like a Venom in Tom Holland's and it's a different person. 
I mean, I feel like that's going to happen probably, right? Well, I wouldn't hate it. You know why? Because that frees Tom okay Hardy up to be Wolverine. And I'm yeah. totally fine for Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy to be Wolverine. Wolverine. I'm, yeah. dude, I'm, 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 Wolverine. No, I'm on this. I'm on this whole Keanu Reeves as Wolverine trip. No, Keanu no, Reeves Silver sorry. Surfer. No, I'm Keanu Reeves Silver Surfer. I would also be okay with Keanu Reeves as Namor. Oh, Namor. Both of those. <laughs> That'd be fine. Both of those Namor work would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Alex is so opposed. We all know he's gonna be Adam so Warlock. So that's mad. Keanu Reeves Wolverine. Yeah. I love Keanu, but he's definitely not Wolverine. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Or we can do Danny DeVito. Oh, John yes. I'm making puck. That's even better. That's amazing. Oh, Danny. That's amazing. I know Danny hasn't. He hasn't really aged. <laughs> that dude oh, still looks right. like the last thirty oh, yeah. years. He looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> Some, someone did a photo bash of like Hugh Jackman from like one of his posters of the Wolverine, like. X Men Five or whatever the fuck you want to call it back in the day, and it was just him like against that 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 snowy night sky with all the, yeah. the Japanese pagodas in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was somebody had crossed it over with Danny DeVito from fucking uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've seen that. I've seen yeah, that. Just, yeah. Like I don't know who did it, but it was just so he, damn. He's, he's always in a wife beater on that fucking exactly. show. So he doesn't do that. Except when he's naked. Except when he's naked. Yeah. yeah. No, I I get my phone charger. In I need to feel pure. You just you just you just totally reminded me. No, I'm actually all in on fucking. Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine. I fucking have seen pictures of that, and I'm like, dude, uh, that's interesting. That kid can act too. So he can act. Uh, I would so. need a little more evidence. I, I'm with you. And, and he's short. And, he can I be would... short and stocky if you put on some muscle because that's that's what Wolverine is. Like he's, he's yeah. You know yeah. That, that was people's biggest complaint. Hugh Jackman. Like, he's too tall. I was like, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> that's like such a good Wolverine. He was yeah. perfect. He was, yeah. yeah. But that was by the way. That was only in the very beginning. Yeah. Like, this guy's really tall. Then he won. He the just, yeah. And then yeah. he's seen them. He's like, oh wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this dude's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he got picked up for that movie. What two months before? Uh, yeah. two months into shooting or something like that. Because the dog Ray Scott was going to be him. Hurt himself on Mission Impossible. Well, no, they were still shooting. Oh, it Mission went Impossible over long. Yeah, yeah they yeah. went over long, and so he lost part because of that. Oh, I thought he was going to get hurt because huh. he got hurt on the no, set. No, no. Well, maybe that—that's why they had to do reshoots because he got hurt. Uh, and they had to, we had to wait, or not reshoots, but they had to shoot the shooting schedule went long. Figure that could that yeah. that could totally be it. I don't even know. But uh, yes, that's for you. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, because I'm really excited about. I'm not gonna get too deep into this. I'm really excited about Robert Pattinson as, as, as. Uh, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. Batman, yeah, Batman, Batman. I'm willing to give that man so, a shot. Yeah, and Matt Reeves uh, knows what he's doing. So, um, Potter. Yeah. So you're sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you're my favorite. So, you know, bringing it back to Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, whatever. You, know. you did say it. You said it was. But yeah, Maximum Carnage. And yeah. the other reason for that, like, I mean, yeah, I have a very fond memory of. Spider-Man being the first comic book I ever bought. Not the first one I ever read, necessarily, but the first one I ever purchased, mm. um, which which is cool. But then there was, and it was hard as balls, and I think I only got through like the third or fourth level. Maybe maybe not yes, even the fourth. this game is ridiculous. Maximum Carnage for <laughs> Super <laughs> Nintendo that game is was so the hardest hard. fucking game. It doesn't game. make any sense. It's brutal. Yeah. Oh I think, man! I think, I think we, second only to Empire Strikes Back. Super you know what? Empire ah. Strikes Back. Like uh. I love the Super Star Wars trilogy on Super Nintendo, but. Holy shit! Maximum Carnage was hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm gonna. I'll throw, I'll throw some uh, in the visual reference for this pod. I'll throw. I'll throw some uh, video of that because I think we did a video. What was the first game we did? It was like Spider-Man versus something. You brought it up. It was an SNES NES game. Do you remember? It was you. Put it, uh, put on that first or second issue. There was a there was a game, Spider-Man game, and it was I mean, there was Sinister Six, amazing Spider-Man. Yes, yeah. Sinister oh, Six one. Yeah, yes. Oh, Sinister Six. Yes, yes. that game was amazing. Well, NES, yeah, uh, that or Sega Genesis. I can't remember. Yeah. Which. It might have been on yeah, both. They usually were on both. I feel. Yeah, like. that's yeah. Right. Separation anxiety was good as a game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But Maximum Carnage. Oh, maybe it was that one. It was oh, impossible. God. Maybe it was that one. 
It was that one. I love the Sinister game, but it was that one because I never heard of that one. And you, t- um, and you told me about that when I threw the video up of that. That's right. It was separation anxiety. Got it. Yes. Because you mentioned that earlier too. So I was like, I was like, wait, why, why does that sound familiar? It's the game. That's not a storyline in the comics. It's just the game. separation anxiety is a storyline. It's in the comics. Yeah. Too. It's venom. Venom separation anxiety. When Spider Man did that appears one? into it. Oh, uh, fuck! I don't remember. I'd have to look. It, is that is it nineties two thousand? It's nineties. It's nineties. No, it's it's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Here, I'll look real quick, but. Uh, yeah, I remember many many nights when you could when you could go to a video store and rent a game system and games, which oh, is yeah. what I used to do. Oh, so yeah. for my birthday, I would get a Super Nintendo because I didn't have one, and I'd get that game, and I would get so fucking <laughs> frustrated playing it because yeah. it's ridiculous. It's so hard. I, I worked at I Blockbuster when we did that, yeah. but we did it for I think we rented so N64s. Like that was yeah, I think we rented PlayStation. Uh, yeah. We did too. Howard Mackey is there. It is. That. Yeah. Okay. Ron Randall, Sam De La Rosa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, '94 is when it started. Damn, that was when I, that's when I was reading Spider-Man too. I don't, I don't uh, but it, it, it was in the Venom comic book line. So there. Was oh, I don't think the I had... Venom solo line for a while, which is when Venom Lethal Protector happened, and then Separation Anxiety came after Lethal. Oh, Protector. I guess I did not have that. At yeah. All. Okay, that's why. All right. Yeah. So all right. yeah, it was it was cool. Green I Jelly wanna, also did the, uh, I wanna, the theme music for Max. I want to read Carnage, that if you if you know Green Jelly. Did no you shit. Read? They're the uh, they're the band that does the the title music. So. I think yeah. I want to read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little shout out to Green Jelly. Well, can I? Just, yeah. Just so, yeah, right. <laughs> did you give they us, do good work. Did you give yeah. us your earliest Spider memory too, or that was? The, well, I mean, do you have one? I, I mean, I would, the video game. So. Earliest would probably be just purchasing those those first three, and I was already packs. familiar with the character, so I knew who it was, and I already you know kind of liked the character. But um, but that and then that '94 Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's definitely that, it was, that plus X Men. That's when yeah. I would date. Marvel had me at that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, 100%. I, lo- I hope they throw Spider Man and X Men on the new Disney Plus. Like I really do, because the way DC's doing it, DC Universe. Oh, although somebody told me it's folding into Warner Brothers, but what's that? Like the old show, like those shows. They show onto they it. show all yes because yeah. they show all the animated show. Every single show that DC's ever put out is on DC Universe. Like nice. every single one. So I guess Warner Brothers just literally owns everything outright. Disney and my well, like Disney does now because now they have the X Men, they have everything. Marvel, I mean, yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would love that. Like, have the old, even the old Spider Man '70s show with that first theme song, Spider Man. Was that '60s? I don't know that old that show. Oh, is. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. Spider Man. You know, which they've had. 70s, they've okay. had a piece of that music in every, or they've had that part in every Spider Man movie. Uh, well, they've done the best job yeah. in the MCU with it coming up because the, the little overture they have for the the oh the Far From Home dude that was been awesome. by far the best yeah. rendition of it I would say wasn't yeah. it also his ringtone in the first one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so how about how about you what's your uh, uh, well yeah. my my earliest Spider memory is obviously I think I mentioned this on the pod the first what got me into comic books was Todd McFarlane's Spider Man number one yeah so I have and I still have them I have three copies of that three different covers because I think it came out that was back in the day I mean they still do this now but that's when it first started like the early 90s was when they released like 10 covers of a book and, and I have to have them all it was such a great money grabbing scheme and I'm like after, after that I was like fuck this I don't want them all <laughs> I want two I want like I want right. one that looks the coolest and then one to open and read right you know that's that's what I, that was kind of my mantra for a while and it, it worked out because it saved me a lot of money but yeah. uh uh, that was my earliest Spider-Man. He's always with me because I have a Spider-Man on my keychain. So Spidey's always with me. He's my favorite character ever, like in e- anything. Oh yeah. Uh, him and the, him and the Joker are tied for number one fictional character ever created. Oh, I have to throw Luke Skywalker in there too. Damn, three way. I was gonna say when you say all uh, fiction, man, that's that's yeah, a lofty to do. That's a pot in of itself. It's it, yeah. it is it is. But it's it's he's very much up there. Like Spider-Man is like he's my guy. And uh, 
I, uh, uh, my favorite, it's hard to say my favorite run, my favorite story arc, but my favorite recent one by far is Dan Slott's uh, Superior Spider-Man, actually. I love Peter Parker to death, but that storyline of putting Doc Ock in Spider-Man's body was amazing. Doc Ock's dying, and it, it, I think it's the end of the Dan Slott, of the seven, it's like the 700s. And then it becomes superior for a while, yeah. and then comes back. Peter Parker comes back yeah. eventually. Yeah, so yeah. Peter Parker's like a ghost in in uh, Doc Ock's head for a while, which yeah. is kind of cool because they're sharing the body. Yeah. And then Doc completely uh, uh, gets rid of him, but he starts to kind of take over Peter's like uh, the power, uh, the responsibility thing. You know, the, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Like he starts to like kind of embrace that, and he's like, "There's something to this," even though he's still kind of ruthless. Which is awesome. He does what Craven does in Last Hunt. Once he defeats Spider-Man, the next step is to become a better Spider-Man. Or like, I can do this better than he does. Which yeah. is exactly what Craven did in his run. And that's what Dan Slott did with uh, Superior Spider-Man. And it just went out for an entire run, yeah. which was fantastic exactly. the entire time that I ran and, into it. And he was so popular. I mean, it was, I think it was 33, 34 issues uh, Superior. And then it jumps back into uh, Spider-Man. And Dan Slott continues writing amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which, 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 I think it starts back with 7-0. Seven oh five or whatever. But no, they restart renumbering it. Yeah, when Dashlock comes back, they renumber it. But but they Marvel's doing that thing. It is Marvel, right? That does the legacy issue. They put the legacy. Yeah, issue. yeah, yeah, yeah. the legacy numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some comics that I'm reading. I was like, this has this many issues. I can't remember which one I was reading Holy recently. Shit. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I was like, also, I was super surprised. Uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, that's as much as I love Peter Parker and I, and I love what Nick Spencer's doing right now. A lot of the side. Spider-Man's that they're creating Miles Morales he's been around for a while Spider-Gwen is yeah. freaking amazing like so oh, hell yeah. but it's it's a it's a great time to be a Spider-Man fan you know and, and Tom Holland is by far the best Spider-Man we've seen on screen oh, yeah. all due respect to Toby and a- Andrew who I dig yeah but Tom also, just, ha- just Tom just is it like, yeah. he's it yeah. <laughs> they were two hands yeah. Tom still, Holland's the whole yes. exactly <laughs> good fucking call I still want my Spider-Man 2099 movie because oh, I love me some Miguel uh, yeah. yeah dude yeah. I forgot about Miguel how can I yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I do have I do have Spider-Man 2099 like the first like six issues I think I have almost all of that first run that that's first awesome volume. dude yeah. Yeah. yeah I love, I love 2099 yeah. he's great and there were, there were supposed to be Wait, was he in Spider Verse? No, there's there was there's, no. He is in Spider Verse. He does. He's very, very. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, we threw him in there. So which that's on Netflix, by the way. Just PSA to everyone yes. out there. Into oh, the yeah. Spider Verse is on Sweet. Netflix. Enjoy tonight. Shut up. Yeah. I'm not even shocked you. that it I am going to enjoy it tonight. Like yeah. I'm watching yeah, it tonight. Before <laughs> Disney got it. Yeah. yeah that's that's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. They put it on there right before right before the new one comes out too. Yeah, because it's that's still that Sony stuff is still kind of that Sony Disney half owning whatever the hell they're doing right now. Yeah, I mean they're movie technically. They're gonna they're gonna sign up again. I know they are, but they have to. Sony's just because doesn't it run out after Far From Home? Like the Spider deal? One more movie. There's at least so it's a Spider Man trilogy. Trilogy, and then it runs out. I thought. See, because it it was a trilogy. It runs out with Marvel, not with Sony. Sony's never gonna get rid of their own property. Yeah, of course. Why would they? Marvel's never gonna get. I mean, Disney's never gonna unless they buy Sony, which is very. Talk about this before. That Spider Man terrifies me. That terrifies me. That's gonna. That's like yeah. way too much consolidation. Please no. No, no it's yeah. too much. Then they're gonna buy Universal right after that. Watch, it's gonna be gone. Like Warner Brothers, like the only. <laughs> they're gonna buy Paramount. Like Paramount's not doing that well either. Like Star yeah. Trek is supposed to be their big franchise, and then they fucking Transformers. The they're still out. hanging on to oh, too. Oh, that's true. They have Hasbro. Bumblebee. Oh, Bumblebee 
Sorry, we're getting off Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Yeah, oh yeah. Let's go back to Spidey. Uh, uh, Speaking of Spider-Man, we were talking about Maximum Carnage and the fact he likes to team up. I did bring a couple of reading selections today. I don't know. I got the heads up from Potter, so uh, I figured... Uh, since we don't have uh, cameras here, we just have the uh, microphone. No, no, I'll, I'll throw these on the, the version. Yeah, we'll, uh, so we'll, we'll do it. the visual. Yeah. The yeah, visual. Yeah. These are two of my other favorite uh, Spider-Man tales. One for Bips Obscurity. The other one as uh, probably the best example in my favorite uh, dedicated Spider-Man team-up series yeah. yes. in Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine, written by the one, the only, Jason Aaron, yes. and illustrated by Adam Fucking Cubert. Also, yeah. yes. Uh, Generational an artist. All-star team. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, like, all around. Characters and creators. Like, yeah. man. Right? It took them 18 months to do six issues, but by God, when we got it done, it was done, and it, it was glorious. It so long, dude. Like, I remember collecting <laughs> that. It took so yeah. long. Oh, man. I forgot about it when the sixth, when the, the sixth one? Yeah, the sixth one. The sixth one. Holy like, oh, shit, I totally forgot about the series. Like, it took so fucking it was, long. It, I remember that this <laughs> was tied with uh, Ultimates 2. Ultimates 2, the end of that run, where it was finally yep. coming out. Yeah. Like, when Mark Millar, or, uh, yeah, Mark Millar was dragging that out for the final four issues, it reminded me a lot of this and really just up a wall. Uh, very fun adventure through time, space, and all things in between. Uh, it highlights Spider-Man and Wolverine trying to figure out why they like each other, why they hate each other, and how the <laughs> hell Doctor Doom became a whole planet. Uh, it's very interesting in its read. A lot of interesting play on the, uh, the the chronology there, and I highly recommend it. I now, think it, I think it's one of those stories that's outside of the normal continuity. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, oh, actually, I don't know anymore. I don't really? know because I have to check because I, there's one story I've been meaning to read from Wolverine and uh, Wolverine and the X Men or whatever his his team up when he ran the school because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good run in issue 34 35 dog the bounty the, dog the bounty hunter dog the, whoever the hell it is in this thing shows yeah. up in the MCU like and, and fights Logan in that that issue of Wolverine and the X Men and at the end of this he winds up in the modern universe so I need to see if this is a continuation of that so this might actually have consequences to move forward on top of that the orb the guy in here he's actually the Bad, the, yeah, the, the right? bad guy who showed up and played second fiddle uh, in the the Watcher series where the Watcher gets shot. What is it called? Uh, oh, uh, Original Sin. Original Sin. Yeah. The orb has a lot to do in yeah. this story, so I think he does this, and then he goes on to be part of Original Sin. So it does seem to set up some of the the, the broader strokes of the Marvel universe before Secret Wars set in sometime around 2015. Um, but uh, but cool. okay. but definitely I have to read again. I have I have all the issues which I'm excited about. Ooh. So all right, what other one you got there? Now the other one that I have over here is uh, it's called Feral. Now. It's part of the Sensational Spider-Man series, uh-huh. and the reason I like Sensational. this is Sensational. I remember that run. Yeah. yeah. Now it, it, it strikes to the uh, to the, the the childlike wonder that brings comics out, or uh, the, the the wonder that comics bring out in everybody. Uh, it's written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, and he does a phenomenal job in I've introducing. Oh yeah, I mean I've read this, but I've read, I remember his name. Yeah, go through well, well, he introduces a world where all of Spider or well, Spider-Man and all of his animalistic foes are uh, feeling unusually aggressive. And so basically, if Spider-Man had a foe that was based on an animal, uh, he, there's a high chance he's going to run into him here, and there's going to be a mystery around why everybody's getting so aggressive, and uh, of course the fallout that happens around that. And uh, like I said, just from the, the shot list on the back over here, you got the lizard, Wolfman, or the lizard, J- uh, John Jameson, Wolfman, or Man- John Jameson, Manwolf, Black Cat, Doctor Kirk Connors, and his son. Uh, and uh, there's some more people that I can't talk about because that leads to the ending. But the, <laughs> the, the main villain at the very end of it is definitely uh, worthwhile because he is one of the more sillier introductions into Spider-Man's rogues gallery. But he holds a special place in my heart because, uh, well, let's just say what boy doesn't love his own... Uh, what boy doesn't love dinosaurs? But I digress. <laughs> uh, anybody... Uh, 
Here, I'm going to pass these around. I don't know if anyone wants to take a look at them. Yeah, see I just them, looked but... at the Wolverine one already. It was okay. it had a great uh, fold-out splash page. Three uh, oh, three yeah. wide. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and it gets pretty wild in here because, like I said, you find out that uh, Kurt Connors, I think, in this story, passed on his lizard gene to his kids. Yeah. So now this is the first time uh, that was shown where they were... Uh, well, they was passed on, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Solid art, solid stuff. So I love, I love, I love how many different adjectives have, have described Spider-Man. Oh sensational, yeah. amazing, it's, spectacular. Yeah. Oh, there's one more. It was a, uh, it was sensational, spectacular, and Peter Parker Spider-Man. Peter that Parker, was the fourth Spider-Man, one. Yes. That was the fourth one. Oh like, no, wait. There's also those Web of Spider-Man, which I kind of oh, agree yeah. about that. That was one of the best covers ever. Him in the black suit and that oh, yeah. kind of smoky cover. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like all steam. Uh, I uh, I have that almost entire run too, the Web of Spider Man. Uh, uh, and uh, there's a Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man too. That's been a, that's that's a new one now, but it's come around a couple times. Yeah, the Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man series. So it's it's Spidey. I, I'm pretty sure he's like like Donald Duck has appeared in the most ca- uh, cartoons of any Disney character. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Spidey is that for comic books. Like the most guest appearances, because like I'm talking about everything. Like he's he appears. I don't in, know Wolverine, man. Wolverine's been a lot. He man, doesn't work. Amazing. He <laughs> does, but true. Amazing Spider-Man always has at least three series going on at one time, or Spider-Man himself. That is true. Is, yeah, he, he has three separate series. Rarely has solo series going for a really long time like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Wolverine ran for a while, and then they he did. But Spider-Man's been running continuously since like what? This That's is Amazing true. Spider-Man. <laughs> amazing Spider-Man but, but probably has as many as Wolverine has single issues. Like Amazing Spider-Man's <laughs> up to like eight hundred something. Uh, Wolverine's first run, I want to say, ended at like one eighty something. At one eighty one, one eighty one. And it, oh my god, it did end really one eighty one. That's amazing because that's the one he appeared in. And, and freaking Hulk, yeah, Hulk, I, know. Hulk, I just sorry, thought yeah. that out loud. I never caught that until just now. Yeah, yeah, he did like a blood sport knockoff and everything towards the end. But it was like either one seventy five <laughs> or one eighty that it ended. But uh, but no, I would have to rely if there was going to be any chance on the '90s and their abysmal record of just throwing him at fucking everything to try to make sure that it got money. Now Spider Man did that a little bit too, but. I don't know. I think it's a, it at least it would be stats that I would like to see. <laughs> I, would least, I would like to like, like to watch the race just to see how it would go. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how we can find this out. Dude, there's got there, oh, there's got to be something for a list of appearances somewhere. It's got to be. It's got to yeah, be. True. If only we had like tiny computers in our hands that we just had all the information available. What? What is that? I'm sorry. I'm looking at the sensational Spider-Man Farrell, and I've never read this these particular issues. I don't think, but I love this artist, Angel Medina. Oh yeah. He or she, because that is definitely an ambiguous <laughs> name, <laughs> yeah. uh, are very talented. Is very talented. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is still one person. Uh, I was about to say. I love the way he draws Mary Jane's face. But you know the thing is, is like he's like a better John Romita Jr. You know John Romita Jr. is like really simple in his like the way he draws the, yeah. the face, and it's people. A lot of people don't like him because of that. I'm, I'm just like I, I can understand why he did it because he wanted. To make sure he had like kind of a different he is turning style out than his dad. Yeah, you want no, you want. I don't want to interject. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, well, John Romita Jr. When he started comics, he was different from his dad, and oh, he yeah. slowly oh, yeah. melded into uh-huh. his father as time went on, and then he became even more of a more simpler, more abstract version of his father's drawings yeah. because of his churn and burn style. Like he's always in books, he's always on time with his shit. You never see a book that he's in delayed, yeah. as far as. My, my understanding from what I've seen so I really feel like that's a lot of what it is because I followed his career and I was like he did a lot of really cool shit when he started yeah. and then I, like I said I know it's an industry but I feel like he, he was the most passionate about his work in the very beginning because he's yeah. got something like Arthur I Adams. like him yeah. I've, I've seen him like uh, uh, 
talk on like on panels like online. Yeah. Like I've seen I like him. Like he he loves what he does. Like he's he didn't just fall into the business because that's his dad's business. Like he loves it. Yeah. And I just bought a he just did Superman year 1 and uh, uh Frank Miller wrote it. So there's a new Frank Miller Sp- Superman book and it's called Year 1. It's like a super size. Holy shit. I just looked up most comic book uh, most appearances by superheroes by the numbers. Of, of issues they appear in. All right. Batman has number one, 14,358 issues he's been in. Oh, he's older. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Superman, 13,164. Well, I, I didn't say Spider Man yeah. was all time. <laughs> I just thought it was in Marvel. And yeah, get yeah. this shit Wolverine, 12,912. No, and then what's Spider Man? Spider Man is number four at 12,164. Okay. Oh, that has to be a recent development. Oh, that has to be a recent so development. Crazy. Uh, it's less than a thousand. Uh, oh, I knew it was going to be close though. Like I said, I wanted to see the I was like, "That's a race I want to watch." Oh man, that's crazy. All right, well, I'm glad you found that. Spider Man still got single issues over Wolverine. I'll say that, or I mean, like, no, it's, 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 oh, like no, that's in total. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah, all, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no yeah. single issue. Oh God, no. Wolverine's God, no. the ultimate guest star. Yeah, bingo. That's what I was betting on. Yeah, and, and it was right. <laughs> Alright, alright, fair enough. <clears throat> I think Hugh Jackman has a lot to do with that. I think a lot of them came past oh, no. 2000. This is the 90s and that whole churn and burn fucking yeah, comic stuff. Love no, I know, but, but, that, but at that time there's no way he had more than, than it, but if you Spider-Man. Count, because but if, you, that was, if you count X-Men plus Wolverine solo series, that's like three, like Uncanny X-Men, X-Men and Wolverine. Yeah, premiered in the like, 90s, that's three a month. That's, he premiered that's in like month. the 70s, didn't he, or the 80s? Wolverine was 1975. Yeah, I mean, in the nineties, yeah. he was truly in every, on yeah. every single. Comic yeah, it was it was a slow start. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, well, he was a big uh, he was a big star in the cartoon, so that that kind of he was yes. like the the coolest character. He was sort of like the main character well, he's of the, those cartoons. One of the coolest basically. characters ever, I'm, easily. Like that's just Wolverine's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm also trying <laughs> yeah, to see like when this was published because like I wonder if this is like he's his own pod too. By the way, he's his own pod too. No, we're f- talking about Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah, we lost Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't love Wolverine, but he's like, wait a minute. No, I, I do love Wolverine, but you uh, went to a deep dive on something. Man. That is crazy, man. Oh, listen, 800 issues separate them between them, each other. God dang it, that was close. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm glad you found out. I was, I was trying to search it myself and failing. <laughs> and Batman is <laughs> pretty awesome. And Batman trumps Superman by like literally a thousand plus. Well, I don't know. I'm not surprised there. I'm That's not crazy. surprised on that one either. I just it's it's wild, wild, wild. Uh, yeah, but um, Batman. I mean, how many Batman versus like other characters from like Batman versus Spawn, Batman Ninja Turtles, Batman Ghostbuster? Wait, I think it was a Batman. Maybe it wasn't. But there's a lot of Batman crossovers, crossovers with like other properties. Like it's just a uh, yeah. It's, well, Batman. Superman has a couple, but yeah. Batman Darkness was awesome. I know you guys remember that comic book Darkness, but uh, by, uh, uh, I can't his name, Garth Ennis, the guy who fucking created oh. The Boys, which is coming Preacher. out on TV. Preacher, yes. Mm-hmm. Garth Preacher Ennis. Yeah, but anyway, uh, back to Spider-Man. But we, we, I mean, let's, uh, let's wrap Spider-Man up. And I think we've said a lot about Spidey. I mean, we could talk <laughs> for hours about Spidey. Oh, absolutely. Oh, easily. But... Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we covered mostly the comics because the movies we've talked about to death already. Anyway, so yeah. the comics deserve that. That's what this podcast is about. I yeah. am. I am excited. There is a new uh, series coming out in August, and Spider-Man will be in it. But it's spinning out of Donny Cates' Venom. It's called Absolute Carnage, where Carnage yes. is coming back. Yes. Uh, the Cult of Carnage is Very coming into play, about that. and he's basically going after like. Everybody that has ever fought Carnage is, is at risk of getting murdered by Carnage. There's a, so, the the, the, aver- yeah, the advertise nice. the marketing they've been doing for this is literally like blood, like all the Marvel characters soaked in blood 
and carnage on the top, like just like kind of hanging over them. Just yeah, like, uh, it's very gory. Yeah, <laughs> it's very carnagey. That yeah. actually reminds me. I did have one more Spider-Man favorite I wanted to share before yeah, we get out of here. Yeah, do it. Uh, my favorite. What if? Uh, Ooh, what if for Spider-Man? What if? Oh, okay. Uh, now there's a lot of them that are out there, and one of the this, the runner-up would probably be I think it's What If number six, where the Venom symbiote basically chews up, spits out Spider-Man during the course of Secret Wars, attaches itself to the Hulk. Chews up, spits him out, jumps onto Thor, and basically the, Ven- the Venom symbiote just keeps power hopping to different and more powerful individuals, which they kind of did later with. Uh, yeah. Any, anyway, but yeah. W- yeah. What if? Uh, well, yeah. yeah. So that, 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 that's a good read. Won't ruin how it ends, but that's solid. That, if that doesn't get you tickled enough, it's not going to. Um, no, it did already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you mo- said he jumped on the Hulk, and then I said, then and Thor. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He just keeps <laughs> power hopping, man. He's just like drinking him up. Anyway, uh, this actually has a personal touch too because it's one of the first comics I ever bought in a grocery store. Eight years old. What if one hundred eight. Volume 2, it was based on Amazing Spider-Man 420, where Carnage actually jumps over and takes over the Silver Surfer. So Yes, yeah, the Cosmic cosmic Carnage. Cosmic yeah. Carnage, yeah, so it's yeah. Cosmic Carnage. And what if Spider-Man hadn't gotten that shit under control in his comic, and the Avengers show up? And so there's the Avengers who were part of the George Perez... Uh, issue four, volume three, team. If I'm not mistaken, what? had like Firestar, Justice, Thor, Captain America, uh-huh. a, a solid team. And so they all team up with Spider-Man. And the entire issue is them trying to beat the crap out of Cosmic Carnage, who's flying around. He turned the Eiffel Tower into the world's biggest uh, Mario Piranha Plant, uh, eating stuff. They'll like eat, attack jets, like the the pyramid. He did weird <laughs> stuff all over the place. But um, but yeah, solid read again. Uh, it ends with the sacrifice, as you might imagine. But uh, definitely a solid, solid read if you can get a hold of it. Right. Well, Donnie, like I said, Donny Cates is writing Silver Surfer now, so maybe that, that maybe he's going to bring him in there. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he could, yeah. Damn, they, they have that guy really busy. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, between for him good reason. And, and Jason, Jason Aaron, yeah, yeah. like those yeah. guys. Like, there's just there's just a few writers at a time. Like they're always like, right, like Scott Snyder. Oh no, they pretty much stuck him to Batman. That's pretty smart, actually. <laughs> yeah. He just concentrated on Batman. Uh, but anyway, uh, so any final thoughts, Alex? As you watch John struggle over there a little bit? Uh, no, not, not really have any final thoughts. Yeah, actually, here here's my wrap up. My wrap up is that very first Spider-Man Genesis game. It was even more impossible than Maximum Carnage, oh. and I always wanted to beat it. And uh, Spider-Man, that was my true beginning of Spider-Man obsession. Yeah. So I played like every day for a long time. That game's crazy. Those old games are so hard. Yeah, we literally they did the just cheat code. Great, we did Game Genie on it, so we were invulnerable, and we still couldn't win. It doesn't even make sense. That's like, how, what's how even does that the, work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mary Jane got lowered into a vat of. Uh, Acid at the end. Or we couldn't beat all the bosses fast enough uh, to save her. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean damn it, Alex, you're I a terrible mean, video game. I, I mean, oh man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'm, as Joshua knows, I am a person who hates bosses in general on video games. Like, do. video games would be so much better without bosses. I know they're important, but anyway. Uh, speaking of, huh, but video, bringing it back to video games, I do love Spider Man, the new PS4 one. I only played it a little bit. My oh, brother has it. Holy PS4. shit! I've heard great things. It's a it's a reason to own a PS4. I know. Like, I know. Do you guys remember Spider Man Two on PlayStation? Yes, yeah, I, I loved it. it and yeah. literally, all I did was just swing around for a few. That's right. right. The whole so time great. I had it, and then yeah. I just, just bump a Chad Kroger. Yeah, it was so the only thing wrong. With that, <laughs> the, 
<laughs> I love that, that deep hilarious. cut right there. That's John. hilarious. Open that uh, shit in the speakers. My teen body couldn't handle it. I was like, yes! <laughs> that song totally fit that movie. Yeah, what you, you can say what you want about Nickelback. He did make an iconic song for Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, him and Josie Scott tearing it up. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the only complaint I had about Spider-Man 2 was, I mean, it's like a, it was a stupid complaint because it was fun. He literally can swing from anything. Like you're swinging through the skies of New York, and this well, like, what is he attacking? A, a cloud. It's yeah, like, it's just like cloud. It's mushroom kingdom rules. They made a joke about that. One. They made a joke about the PlayStation that in, Two. Uh, or the first PlayStation One. First PlayStation One. Oh yeah, Spider Man yeah. Two. Yeah, and the original yeah, Spider Man yeah. Two Spider-Man also. Two. You would yeah. literally be on the very top of the city swinging like a bumper. Well, well, helicopters. You're swinging from helicopter. Helicopters can't fly that high. You can literally like. I'm literally like higher than the Empire State. It's so funny. It's those dudes that have the stoplights in yeah. Mario Kart that he's swinging from. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, those cloud guys? The laku or what do they call yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. Well, they, uh, they had that joke in Homecoming but, with that, too, where he's he's running he's running out onto the golf course. Yeah, he's like, he, he has nothing yeah. to wait. Because oh, yeah. he, he tries yeah. to shoot the web and just goes <laughs> and arcs back down. He's yeah. like, oh, come on. You know, yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, he's yeah, just like running around. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, the reason I brought up that game is because the new one is that one. But with next gen graphics, obviously. Mm. So like, and the fighting system's insane. Yeah, like the moves you can do and the spidey sense, like, is it, it, you have to click it fast. Like as soon as you see those, you got to do whatever yeah. he wants you to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 fast thinking and it's it's so much fun. But it's you really are Spider Man and you need something to web to. You can't mm. just web through like. Like I literally, I was like jumping through the sky, and I was like trying to web, and he's just like, <laughs> but he doesn't like fall. He like you know he swung. Yeah, he's, like he's he's very uh, very he glides with style. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's a really really fun game. So um, that is the Spider Pod for now. Uh, yeah, I'm sure one day we'll talk about him again because they're going to be making Spider Man movies at the end of time. Oh yeah, uh, at least the end of our lifetimes. Uh, so. <laughs> I am Dan. Yes. (laughs) Until next time, true believers, I am Daniel Villalobos. I'm Alex Wells. John Hudson. Joshua Botter. See you next time. Bye bye. Off the (laughs) record.